You're listening to episode 154 of the Voice in Canada podcast. Hey there, I'm Dr. Terry Fisher, one part physician, one part voice enthusiast, one big part Canadian, and one small part of our community, Northern Voice. Together, let's explore how voice technology is transforming our lives north of the border, and let's talk voice. Hey there, and welcome to this week's podcast, podcast number 154. I've got a great interview with the CEO and founder of one of the uh, top voice agencies uh, today, Brandon Kaplan. But just before we get to that, I do want to remind you that I am doing weekly meetups on Clubhouse. If you are not part of Clubhouse, it is a voice activated, voice controlled social media platform where we get together Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific for the voice den. And it's basically just a casual chat. So if you're on Clubhouse, please feel free to join us Wednesdays, 5 p.m. Pacific. Looking forward to seeing you there. As I mentioned, we have Brandon Kaplan on this podcast. He is a great guy. He is a smart guy, and he is the founder and CEO of Skilled Creative, one of the top voice agencies creating voice experiences for many of the top, top brands. Brandon was one of the voice influencers on uh, The Voice Den a little while back, and we had the opportunity to interview him on The Voice Influencer Show. And when I say we, I mean uh, myself and Ian Utili. Uh, this interview that you're hearing is a recording from a couple of months back, uh, but I really wanted to have the opportunity to introduce you to Brandon. And uh, when we get started here, you, you'll hear I goofed up a little bit and that I called my co-host Ian Utility. I called him Ian Utility, and we have a good laugh about that. So enjoy that. Uh, anyway, uh, without any further ado, let's get right to the interview here. Hope you enjoy this one. So uh, really thrilled to bring on Brandon and our co-host uh, Ian Utility. I just called you Ian Utility. Ian Utility, and uh, let's bring him right on. Here we go. Hey, Brandon and Ian Utility. How's, how's it going, Brandon? I love I love to see Ian Utility whenever I can, you know? Good, good thing. Good on, guys. I'm here. That's Being a, useful. Like a utility. <laughs> like a utility knife. Right. Hey, Brandon. All right. All right. We'll get back to Ian Utility in a moment. Brandon, this is about you. All right, Brandon. Welcome to the show. Um, take a moment. Introduce yourself to the to the listeners, to the viewers. Sure, sure. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, uh, Brandon Kaplan. I'm the founder of Skilled Creative, and we are a full-service voice agency. So we work with traditionally you know, Fortune 500 companies, and we help them figure out you know, what is this thing of voice? Uh, how can they fold it into their business, into their marketing? What channels can they get into? How do they leverage it as a distribution channel? Uh, how do they use it as a user interface? And uh, we help brands build strategies and execute on voice programs. It's a lot of fun. Awesome. And so how, how old is this company? How long have you been doing this? Started the company uh, in January of 2017. Uh, and I got introduced to voice in, in May of 2016. I went to a, an Amazon workshop and uh, I saw a presentation on Alexa and my, my brain melted. And I said, this is, this is the future of something. I don't know of what, but I want to start poking around at this. So, you know, poked around at it for about six or seven months and then said, this is, uh, this is really something. Let's get started. Awesome. Amazing. Ian, you want to yeah. jump in here? What a... Brandon, Brandon's a wealth of knowledge, uh, just like the other interviews we've done, like uh, in terms of strategy and creativity and all the stuff about voice discovery. 
What are your thoughts? Uh, we got Brandon here. He's an open book, I think. <laughs> yes. Me and Brandon met a year and a half ago when I live stream interviewed him before we'd ever talked. Oh, I go. think I've made about a hundred friends in the voice tech industry that I did not know until we went live. So it's nice to be a fast forward a year and a half later and Brandon, I have a real established relationship. Uh, what I found to be true about you, Brandon, then that I believe is still true about you now is that your company name skilled creative is a fan is a really great statement of what is your unique genius. Uh, you have the ability to bring together a bunch of skilled people that do creative work first. Now, the creative work that you're bringing these skilled people together to do is around voice technology. But obviously, there's all sorts of things that have to do with strategy or have to do with promotion, etc. And so mm -hmm. I think I think one thing that would be interesting for you to share with the audience is have those two skill sets always been kind of your strongest skill sets, your ability to bring together a team of skilled practitioners that are experts and specialists at their different fields working together as one symphony? Has that always been your primary leadership skill? And has creativity always been the primary thing that you've led with over really interesting technology or over all these other things, you know, marketing for marketing, say it's getting attention. Like, has it always been, I'm going to get the most skilled people to work as a symphony. And we are going to do very creative work in this case around the voice tech industry. Can you just talk a bit about, is this different today than it was for you in the past? You know, it's, it's interesting. It's like, I, um, I've always been a, just a, obsessed with technology. And I, and I I always tell this when I meet people or when I'm talking about like my career path is I always knew that I was going to be in technology. When I was a kid, uh, I used to take all of the electronics apart in my house, but I didn't know how to put anything back together. <laughs> so I like all my parents were upset. I, the remote controls and the vacuum destroyed and no one knew how to put them back together. So at that point, I knew that I wanted to be involved in technology, but I knew I wasn't going to be an engineer, right? Mm -hmm. I wanted to take it apart, but I couldn't put it back together. So I've always had to bring people along the journey with me to help me like put the vision together. And I uh, started my career in manufacturing. So I, I started out of school. I was in marketing and sales of a manufacturing company making electronics. And then I moved into another company when that was acquired and then another company after that. And then I owned my own manufacturing company. I, I made a line of electric bicycles. I had that company for about five years and sold That's that cool. company. It was awesome. It was a lot of fun. And then I kind of fell backwards into the service business and I was, I was running for four years, a content marketing agency. Uh, and that's what introduced me for the first time to like the service industry. And at that point, I got really obsessed with the service industry because I love that you can kind of unpack other people's problems and you can kind of dig in and help them find solutions. And then I, I kind of repositioned myself back into service technology through skilled creative. Mm -hmm. And this is a long story to get to, the, to what I'm about to say, which is <laughs> when I when I ideated on skilled creative, I I. I I wrote a Venn diagram of like, what's my next company going to be? And they, and I, I saw this speaker that said like, put your three biggest, in, you know, uh, passions in a Venn diagram. And at the center, that's the company you should make. And I wrote down 
I'm obsessed with technology. Uh, I'm really passionate about big ideas and big creative challenges. And I love bringing people together to solve those problems. And at the center of that is, is what I designed as skilled creative and that we're, we're using technologies to come up with creative solutions. And I need those other people in our team members and in our clients to have the vehicle to go do that. So like a 40 minute response to a very straightforward question. But yeah, uh, I've always collaborated with people. I, I really love and value partnerships for our company. Um, and that always results in I think the best, best possible product at the end of the day. Amazing. I love that Venn diagram uh, uh, exercise because I was just doing that in my mind as you were doing that in terms of what I'm doing. And I think it's, it's cool, right? It's, it works really well. Like I'm thinking like, I'm a, yeah. as you said, obsessed with technology. I was like, yeah, that would be one of my circles too. Um, and then, uh, and then your second, one, what was your second one? Oh, creative creativity. I was like, yeah, yeah, I think that's my second one as well. And then the third one for me, um, was like educating. And I was like, oh, so what? I'm kind of, this is like what we're doing right now. We're talking about technology, educating and, um, anyway. You're doing my, it, man. My, yeah, my, my, little, my little side thoughts there. Anyway, it's all good. Um, Brandon, so tell us, um, I'd love to hear about some of the things that you've done with your company. Some of the really creative stuff that you have have built and uh, maybe even talk about some of the use cases if you can, some of the, some of the really cool things that you've been working sure. on. Sure. I mean, so uh, when the company started, we were doing a bunch of different technologies. So we were doing voice, computer vision, augmented reality. You know, we were doing uh, computer vision and vending machines for PepsiCo where we could see like what different demographics were vending different flavors on these machines. You know, we were seeing that like, you know, men over 50 were vending vanilla beverages and everyone over under 20 was was vending lemon with their Pepsi. It was really interesting. And we projection mapping in hotels in New York City and we were doing chatbots and voice. And then about two and a half years ago, I completely shifted the agency 100 percent to voice hmm. because I felt that uh, voice was really the only tech that wasn't an, that wasn't an activation. It was really shifting consumer behavior. So since then, we've been purely hmm. doing voice. And we've been working with really cool clients. We've actually done done quite a few quite a few projects with PepsiCo. Um, we've done some voice activated kiosks on college campuses that engaged with college students oh, wow. uh, during during finals month. That was really fun. Motivational uh, talks through through vending machines. Um, we we've done like really cool lifestyle experiences for PepsiCo. Uh, we've worked with Meredith Corporations. Been one of our our best partners and, and we've helped to launch a series of experiences for them. So we launched all recipes into market. We launched entertainment weekly. Uh, we just launched a, a really exciting project with health magazine. That's called my daily mindset. And it's a 14 day affirmation journey. So I think right now everybody needs a little positivity. So it's 14 day journey we come every day and we put so much creative care and love into that. It's a great experience. And then, we, we've also launched with uh, Real Simple, Real Simple Relax, which was a me another meditation experience. We've done things with FanDuel, with like interactive betting with FanDuel. We've done Simon & Schuster in the library. Um, and now we're working with um, the NBA, HBO, Warner Music Group, and a couple other media companies. So we've, we've always been largely focused on media and entertainment uh, and then CPG. And I think those are two areas of the industry that are going to gain a lot of traction in the next six, 12, 18 months and where we have more kind of creative, uh, flexibility to play. Great. Great. Yeah. 
Um, and I know that one of the things that you're you're quite interested in is you know you you as you said you're you're full service agency, so you're building these. But then then the issue is now how do you get much on the market? How do people discover these? Um, what are your thoughts on that aspect of of the product? That's the that's the trillion dollar question in the voice right now. Like you, you talk to anybody, and it's um it's about discovery. And and for me, I think it. What's cool is like when we start talking to any client, I say, you know, if I'm talking to a Warner Music Group or a Warner Media or or whoever else it may be, I say, you know, you're you're really well positioned because voice has reached a distribution maturity, but it's not yet reached a content and a channel maturity, meaning that we've got all these hundreds of millions of devices in people's homes. But no one's really broken through and made something in a third-party, you know, app perspective that people want to use in, in a high velocity. So, to me, there's two opportunities there. Number one, we've got to get more creative. And if you go to like my LinkedIn, it says looking for creative minds to help us build the best voice experiences. I think we re- we have yet to still break through on like the the truly and wildly creative experiences that people are clamoring to engage with, mm-hmm. and. The features are all there. So that's something that our team works on every day, right? How do we how do we unpack more creativity? How do we find more creative corners? You know, and, and not in the absence of uh, Ian utility, uh, because you need utility. <laughs> but like how do you get true creativity while being a good utility for people? And then the second thing that we that we harp on with our clients a lot is this has to be a program. This cannot be a project. You know, we've got to have a good use case. It's got to be creative. It's got to come from the right consumer insights. But if you're going to invest in building this thing, we need you to double down and invest in marketing it and retargeting people and re-engaging people and filling the CRM and making sure people come back and engage with it. So um, another long-winded response, but I think it's a blend of hyper-focusing on the creativity that makes a good experience and then following through on the swing and treating it like a program that you have a longer term commitment to rather than a project that you launch and you take your hands off the wheel and you hope it gets across the finish line, which never happens. Right. Um, And I think that like an anecdote to speak to that is we've been doing a ton of uh, user interviews and user testing. You know, every project we have, we do more and more and more user testing before we lock in a use case. And what's been really, amazing to me is like, we always come to the table with an idea about what we think that user journey is going to be. And then by doing 10, 15, 20 user interviews, we realized that like we were in the right room, but we were like two degrees off from what those people really wanted. And I think a lot of people just like have an idea and they're like, this is a genius idea. We're going the market and they don't give enough breathing room to, are we two degrees off? from something that's truly usable and great. And then it plateaus and they don't know why. Um, So to summarize, uh, creativity, make it a program and then give yourself breathing room to really launch the right use case. And then also like iterate your analytics to to iterate. Great, great. Yeah. So uh, Terry and I, uh, we have changed our t-shirts four times in the last three hours. Good. Because we had four interviews back to back, and we uh, we wanted to you know want to keep it fresh, and so Terry and I picked out these specific shirts just for you. They're almost for the sure. opposite shirt. I am wearing the hustle shirt, 
and Terry's <laughs> wearing the fight burnout shirt, which I think what's really happening here is it's destiny just to say that Brandon, you are perfectly in the middle between hustle and fighting burnout. So why don't you just tell us all how you've mastered the skill of uh, healthy hustle and uh, moderate burnout fighting. It's a, it's an interesting year to talk about fighting burnout. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, uh, I just like, I love what we do. Uh, I, I, I really, I really do believe in the technology. I think that everybody that's working in voice right now is, it, we always like, oh, we always joke at a round table. Oh, you're a pioneer. But no, like really we're pioneers. Like voice is not a user interface that's going to, you know, fade off into the sunset. It's it's here. Sure. It's going to continue to be used more. So to me, it's just like wildly exciting that every day we get to unpack this more and more and more. Yeah. And then the platforms every day are releasing new features for us to play with, some of which work and some of which don't. There's buffering and fun. And then to your point, when we started, I think that that we've put together a team at Skilled Creative that is like shares that attitude. We've got really, really just great people who are passionate. Um, nobody comes to meetings, as far as I can tell, like upset or disillusioned. Like we uh, we attack challenges for our partners. We we fix things. We build things. We're being creative. We're laughing. And, um, you know, you go through everybody goes through frustrations and. I, I think like I have an adage in my personal life that's just like always moving forward. And I feel like especially in this year, if you're always moving forward and you're always trying to put your best foot forward and build the best possible thing, and you're, you're doing it with a genuine energy and honesty and, and uh, passion and, you know, what could go wrong? Even, even if you take a couple missed swings, you know, as long as you correct them. So for me, it's like as long as I feel like I'm moving forward, I don't burn out. Uh, and as long as I'm excited about what I'm working on, I can be passionate about it. So I've kind of constructed that and then put a team together that I think I think feels the same way. You can ask them. It's so important what you said. Like, I, I, I agree. Like, follow your passion. That's the way to do it. And when, then when you, when you are working on something you're passionate about, then I think you can hustle and not feel burnt out um, right. at the same time. And uh, so, hey, those are words to live by. I totally agree with you. Um, yeah, and, and mix it up. Sorry to reinterject, but like, and mix it up. Like whenever I talk to the person on our team and they're like, oh, I'm feeling a little burnt out on this project. Like, okay, rotate off this project, go to something else or yeah. uh, don't join the three o'clock meeting, go for a hike or work out in the morning. If you're working out in the evening or change your diet for the week, like especially this year where we're all kind of in a groundhog day, um, yeah. mixing things up and keeping it fresh is really key. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Um, so Brandon, I, I do want to be respectful of your time. Um, I want to, I want to ask you this and I've been asking everybody this, um, you know, again, we're really fortunate. I'm really thrilled that you're going to be on, on the next episode of the voice down the party edition. Um, if people come on and they were to type a question in that question box to you, what kind of questions would you want them to be asking you? What's your sweet spot there? The things that things that you feel like you could really offer a lot of value to, to the viewers, to listeners. I think a couple of things. I, uh, you know, any free time that I have, I'm really like uh, trying to think about what's four steps ahead for our industry or for my business. I get really excited about talking about the future of the technology. Where is it going to be? We spend a lot of time with our clients doing that. 
so that's from a voice perspective. And then from a, like a human perspective, I'm just like a obsessed entrepreneur and I love talking to other entrepreneurs and I love, you know, hearing people's ideas and challenges and helping them kind of work through them. So, you know, I get, I get LinkedIn messages from people pretty often who are like, I'm getting in the voice. What do you think? What could I do? And, you know, I'm not trying to create competitors out there, but I'm, I'm happy to advise people on how do you get your first client? Uh, how can you service people in voice the right way? You know, what, what type of a system do you put together? Um, because we've put a lot of time and energy into building our system. So I think any, any thoughts people have on wanting to talk about the future of voice or even just like the business of voice, because we're, we're, we're working on it hard every day. That's great. No, that's very valuable. I'm sure. I'm sure I get a lot of people to take you up on that. Uh, fantastic. Ian, any final comments or questions before we wrap up? Yeah. Final question would be on mentorship. Um, so I, I said to Adam Shire on our last interview about what an inspiration he is to me and other entrepreneurs. Um, you know, it's nice to be able to look to people like him that have been faithful for three decades and had the ambition and the, and the drive to stick it out. And when he got the question from me, he chose to talk about his mentors. And uh, I think that would be the final thing I want to ask you about. You know, I, I believe that mentorship is the most significant part of my life education. Uh, it's the most significant part of my success has been mentorship. Um, I have been overly mentored. I've had more great mentors in my life than a man deserves. So I think that would be the final question for you. Any, any mentor or mentor stand out? Uh, that's helped you become who you are, get to this point, and why that person or why those people? Yeah, a, cu a couple people that stand out. Uh, my first job out of college, I was 22, and I started working in marketing and sales in this manufacturing business, which I, by the way, had studied four years of finance and thought I was going to be an investment banker. So that's like another story for another cocktail session. But um, yeah, the guy, my direct boss really taught me that like, you shouldn't be nervous about talking to anybody. Like we would, so let me mute my Slack here, sorry. You shouldn't really be nervous about talking to anybody. Like we would go on these meetings with these big retailers and these, he was fearless. And it taught me that it doesn't matter if you're talking to a neighbor or the CEO of a Fortune 100 company, like everybody is a person. They're dealing with job stress and life stress and are they getting their promotion? What are they dealing with? And if you can help them in some way and bring value that you shouldn't have any stress about being able to talk to them. So that like so much weight went off my shoulders when I learned that and that I've carried that with me always. I always try to let, let, you know talk to people about that. And then the second boss at the same company was the CEO of that company. And he was like a terrifying CEO who like, you know, almost fired me like 200 times because he was so focused on attention to detail and I think that quality comes from not micromanaging, but being focused on quality and attention to detail. So I think um, those two things have gone a long way for me. And then like Adam Shire is just like a fascinating dude. And what I love about him is that guy's having fun. Like if you've ever gone to a presentation that Adam Shire did, he's doing magic tricks, he's telling jokes, and somehow he's sneaking in like the most incredible narrative about the future of technology and for me like i think sometimes you, you lose the forest for the trees and you get caught in the 
the spreadsheet you're filling out this week. And I think everyone needs to take a step back once in a while and go, I cannot believe we're working on this super cool technology with this super cool project or brand or partner. And you got to make sure you're having a good time and, and you appreciate the opportunity to work in it. So um, yeah, people are just people focus on details and, and try and have as much fun as you can when you're doing it. That's awesome advice. Yeah, no, really, really that good. Is. Um, yeah. Amazing brand. Well, th thank you so much for spending some time here with us. I really appreciate it. We both really appreciate it. Um, before we, uh, before we say goodbye, uh, please tell the listeners, the audience, the viewers, uh, where can they learn more about what you're doing? How can they follow along? Yeah, we're, we're skilled creative. Uh, you can find us at skilledcreative.com. Don't go for like a week because our website's about to be relaunched. So I'll be pr really proud of it then, but you can go now if you want. Uh, check us out at Skilled Creative on all the social channels. We, we post pretty, some kind of a comment every day. Um, and, and feel free to reach out to us through the contact us on our website. And uh, yeah, whether you're a competitor in the voice industry or you're a startup in the voice industry, or you're a, a big, exciting brand that we would love to work with, you know, please reach out and, and always happy to talk about, about the channel and, and the technology. But thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. Love what you're doing. Well, there you go. Hope you enjoyed that episode with uh, Brandon and my co-host Ian. Again, if you are looking at getting involved or hiring a voice agency, then I do encourage you to at least check out Skilled Creative. They are doing some top-notch work with some of the top brands in the world. So again, a big thank you to Brandon for uh, spending some time with us here on the podcast and on the Voice Fluencer Show. Quick reminder to you again, listener, uh, please feel free to join us on Clubhouse during our chats. 5 p.m. Pacific Wednesdays, uh, except we go 6 p.m. Pacific on days of the Voice Den uh, online event. And you can find information about the Voice Den event at thevoiceden.com. Uh, if you want to join us on Clubhouse, you can go to thevoiceden.club, and that will take you to the information that you need to know to access the online chats. Thank you again so much for tuning in this week. It's always a pleasure to uh, bring these episodes to you, and I look forward to speaking with you again very, very soon. Take care.